It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, hello. Michael Pappas, what's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. Excited for the day. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, so we're going to rank Auburn football's matchups in 2020. We are going to be making a few assumptions. Yeah, at the end of the show yesterday, I I apologize. I guess I just misread a report um, that the SEC was supposed to come up with something yesterday. It'll probably come up minutes after we put out this show, but we're going to leave it up anyway. So a couple of notes before we jump into that. Isaac Okoro, keeping his name in the NBA draft, put out an awesome video uh, you texted me last night saying that uh, it, it gave you chills. I think you tweeted about it as well, but a uh, class act on his part. You can tell he really loved Auburn and enjoyed his time here, and it's um, he made Auburn basketball, uh, I, I think, a better program with his uh, his one year here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I did. Uh, the The video was incredible. The like everything that he said was great. Every I mean, we've talked about the Auburn. Um, video team or whatever you call it before they're incredible. I mean, so every every part of it was just awesome. The Isaac Okoro out or Eagle at the end was was pretty pretty cool. No, it was it was ice cold out. Oh, that's even cooler. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, ice cold out. That's awesome. Um, all right. The, the, this next note is kind of relevant to today's show. Auburn Athletics their uh, their site. Uh, their schedule page for Auburn's 2020 season is blank. So there's that. Um, Auburn football's camp is supposed to start Friday. Fingers crossed that that happens. There's still people that believe that is up the, up in the air. So we'll, um, we will monitor that throughout the week. And then uh, just as far as geography goes, I think this is more relevant than other conferences. The Sun Belt is full steam ahead with their normal 12-game schedule. I love it. I I absolutely love it. They have to. You do you, Troy. I'm all about it. This is what we've been talking about for months. We're like, they don't have a choice. (laughs) I know there's like, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, stuff going on with the Pac-12 and I purposely have avoided that the last few days, but I I, I love it. And and I think what the Sun Belt does in a weird way is more relevant to the SEC than what the Pac-12 does just because of the part of the country. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's awesome. All right, so what we're going to rank today, Michael Pappas, Auburn's most important games by opponent. Obviously, we do not know the order yet. And some places have reported that Auburn's extra games will be Missouri and South Carolina. Some people are saying that is speculation. We are going to assume that that is the case Uh, uh, on today's show anyway. So we're assuming that Auburn's – Ninth and 10th conference game this year is Missouri and South Carolina. So, obviously, we don't know where they're going to lap on the schedule. That will affect this uh, this list to some extent. But just in a vacuum, Auburn versus SEC opponent, we're going to go from 10 to 1 uh, from uh, least important matchup to most important matchup. You good? I'm ready. Who do you have as the 10th uh, the, the 10th? Most important slash least important matchup on Auburn's schedule this year. Uh, for me, this has got to be Missouri. Dude, me too, man. 
Yeah. Uh, the last, uh, you know, the last couple times these two teams have played, it's just been a slaughter. Um, in Auburn's favor, and I mean, I just don't care about Missouri. <laughs> I mean, in 2013, Missouri was, you know, they, they were going to the SEC championship, and what they made it their first two years in the league, right? Yes. And then uh, it's like they've slowly gotten worse and worse and worse and worse, and I think the rest of the SEC has gotten better and better and better, and you're, you're just kind of starting to see that. More and more, and it's funny when Missouri came into the league. It's like, oh, they'll be great for basketball, and they uh, they kind of hit the ground running with football, and now they're just kind of at everything. So that is uh, that is Missouri for you. But yeah, I I agree with you. I think if you could circle one game on Auburn's schedule based on opponent in twenty twenty, you're like, all right, Auburn will win that game. I think Missouri is probably one of the four schools that I would definitely uh, definitely circle. And also, there's like no like pride in beating them like if you beat a mississippi school or arkansas or something i think it's like okay cool you know you got these sec west swag you know you play them every year yeah. they, they you know the every you know these other schools think that this is the year they're going to kind of you know figure out a way to crack into the top three into the sec west missouri you don't even get that you know what i mean like there's just no satisfaction when you beat missouri in anything yeah i i totally agree i i yeah and and it's just kind of I don't know. I really loved right there that you were like, if you could circle one game, this is one of the four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, yes, this is the only one. Then I looked at my, like the next three teams on my list, and I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> it's like I think the Mississippi schools in Arkansas are pretty bad. So, <laughs> um, All right, my number nine is Mississippi State. Uh, I, I kind of hit on that just a second ago, but I know – the hiring of Mike Leach has made that matchup in that school a little bit more exciting, but I still don't think they're going to be very good this year. I think it's going to take time for him to put his fingerprint uh, on the offense and on the program. I mean, that's just not, I mean, these players aren't at Mississippi state. They're not in Starkville to be in an air raid system. And it's just going to take time. It's nothing against Leach. It's nothing against, uh, the players at Mississippi State, it's a little bit against just Mississippi State, the school, because if you listen to the show consistently, you know that I do not like Mississippi State. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think the Cowbells are going to be enough, uh, regardless of what they do, even though they hired a very, very entertaining head coach in Mike Leach. I, I just think Auburn is just significantly more talented and just overall better from uh, from top to bottom. Wow. I- I'm surprised by this, I got to say. Um, I I mean I agree with most of what you said. Okay, but I just think I, I think Mike Leach makes me care about this game a lot more than some other ones. For example, it's not about nine. caring. It's not about caring though, Michael Pappas. It's just this game is not important to me, in my opinion, uh, in, in regards to Auburn's uh, matchup and their potential schedule in twenty twenty. That's all. I like Mike Leach. I care about Mike Leach. Uh, I just think Auburn's going to steamroll the guy. Yeah, I feel like that game is more important than the Arkansas game. Arkansas is your nine, number nine? Arkansas is my number nine. Wow. I think, like, when I compare the two games, at least Mississippi State's got a fun coach. Whoa. Like, What's wrong with Eli? Eli Drinkwitz is at Mizzou. Oh, that's right. I don't <laughs> Sam Pittman is at Arkansas. Maybe that proves your point. 
<laughs> the Arkansas games got nothing. The only thing the Arkansas games got on the Mizzou game is that Arkansas is an SEC West team. Yeah. I mean, that's lit. That that's it. <laughs> um, I forgot that Arkansas hired a well, an offensive line coach. That's on me. So I so I got Arkansas here at number nine. Okay, we'll jump into our number eight in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, who is your number eight, Michael Pappas? I've got South Carolina at number eight. Whoa, uh, no respect for Muschamp. Yeah, I don't think this game is very important. Uh, like we talked about yesterday or Friday, haven't beat Auburn since 1933. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's an SEC, West, or SEC East school. You play every seven years. Muschamp does add, like, um, a, a fun little layer, but you don't get that SEC West rivalry. You don't get that, you know, I don't I, like every year bragging rights kind of thing. You don't it's think you get like, any of that uh, that Malzahn Muschamp Boom Brothers matchup going on? Yeah, I don't think that makes the game a whole lot more important. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting, but I just. Like you, like you said about some of the other ones, I just don't think that this is going to be a particularly close game, and I don't think it's going to be, like, therefore, I don't think it's that important. I get it. My number eight is Ole Miss, the other Mississippi school. I think, uh, I think college football in Mississippi stinks this year. Once again, exciting new head coaching hire. It's just going to take Kiffin time to install a program or install an offense and get that program up to um, – I guess where it was a few years ago. I don't really know what the the ceiling is consistently for Ole Miss, but I do think the floor could be higher than what it is currently. And I think Lane Kiffin will get it there. I think he's going to be uh, pretty successful at Ole Miss. I think he fits in really well there. But as far as uh, in 2020, I don't think this matchup means a whole lot. I think Auburn will uh, will steamroll them too. And uh, just when it comes down to it, I think Auburn is significantly better than Ole Miss. And Ole Miss, you know, Plumlee's fun to watch, assuming he's the starter as far as running the ball. I think Auburn's defense is going to be able to stop that consistently. And I know uh, Auburn has kind of had trouble with Ole Miss at times in the past few years when they probably should have been able to put him away early, and they didn't. But I, I just don't think this is an important matchup to me. So Ole Miss is my number eight. I think you're being a little hard on the Mississippi schools, Zach. I'll be uh, you honest. may be right. You may be right, and that's okay. That is okay. Uh, my number seven, Michael Pappas, is Arkansas. I know you had Arkansas at nine. I have Arkansas at seven. And the reason I have it above the Mississippi schools is not because they're better than the Mississippi schools. I think Arkansas is worse than Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And uh, maybe even Missouri. I mean, Arkansas is really bad. But the Malzahn-Arkansas tie, it's always weird, and it's always important to me because it allows Malzahn to just flex so hard on the rest of the SEC. And he's like, guys, look at me. I'm going to put up 52 in Arkansas. And I think that's important. I think that's important. 
you also got the Morris connection this year. That's fair. I wonder if that will allow him to flex even more. Hey, man, maybe, hopefully it's the first game. Uh, I hope it is, too. I hope it is, too. Do I? Mo- Do I? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, get the offense clicking on all cylinders. A quick cool 52 on Arkansas. Yeah, up 35-3, to three, and let's just run a flea flicker. That's, that's just, that is Auburn, <laughs> Arkansas in a nutshell. Uh, we're on number seven, right? Yeah, you're number seven, yeah. Um, I've got Kentucky. Uh, again, with wow. an SEC East school, it's tough for me to See, I think Auburn could lose that game, though. Like, there is a chance that Kentucky could beat Auburn. Yeah, I don't think so. Joey, uh, I think Joey Gatewood's going to get cleared. I think Joey Gatewood's going to play. Um, even if Joey Gatewood gets a waiver, I don't think he'll be the starting quarterback. That's bold. He has to beat out the incumbent. I mean, nothing against Joey Gatewood. I think he's a very good player, but they ha- their starting quarterback is back. Can I ask you a personal question, Michael? Sure. Or it's really personal about me. I just want you to be honest. Uh, am I too high on Joey Gatewood? Because I was when he was at Auburn. I don't. I don't think we know. That's the thing. Is it's like I, I said. I said this during the season last year. Also, is there's this grand assumption that Joey Gatewood is this incredible player, and is like so good, and Gus is so dumb for leaving him on the bench. See, I feel like it's people like me that um, let that assumption grow, and that's pretty irresponsible of me if I'm just way off on that. And we don't know. And this would yeah. be a good test because t- I don't think Terry Wilson's a particularly good quarterback. Yeah. But he is the incumbent. Like He's been in the yeah, offense right. now for three years. And so I think he's going to be the starter. Um, I know Kentucky went, what, 10-3 and three two years ago and then won nine games again last year. Right. They're a good team. With no what quarterback. What they did last year with Terry Bowden and no quarterback. It's crazy. Unreal. Very impressive. I just, if uh, the assumption is that Terry Wilson's the quarterback, Lynn Bowden, not Terry Bowden. Sorry, Lynn Bowden. There is a Terry Um, Bowden, though. That's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Who's your number six, Michael Pappas? Ole Miss. Okay, so you got him two spots higher than me. Yeah, I've got Ole Miss here. Um, I do think they're the less interesting of the Mississippi schools. Um, we, We know Lane Kiffin at this point. Which is why he's, which is why Ole Miss is to me the less interesting of the Mississippi schools. Um, okay. Yeah. That so I got sense. Ole Miss here. That makes sense. I have South Carolina at six, so I have them a little higher than you do. I think you know Bo Nix and Halinski, South Carolina's quarterback, similar situation. I think there's going to be a lot of comparisons drawn up whichever week they play, assuming South Carolina, and Missouri are the teams that Auburn adds to their SEC schedule. I also think you know the parallels between Malzahn and Muschamp is going to be interesting. I also think it's going to be a very physical game. I think both of those defenses are going to beat the crap out of each other, or at least the opposing offenses. I think it's going to be fun to watch. And I think it's going to be important. I think it's going to be important as far as Bo Nix's legacy, comparing him to other true sophomores throughout the league. Um, so that, that's why I have them um, at six. We'll jump into our top five most important potential matchups in 2020. Next, right here on Locked On Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. 
Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Michael Pappas, my number five uh, is uh, is Kentucky. So I have Kentucky a little bit higher than you, and I explained why. Uh, Joey Gatewood being involved. And also, I just think this is a... You know, Kentucky's found ways to win games that they should not have. I mean, you mentioned them winning nine games with, without really a quarterback last year. I, I just think there's going to be a chance that Auburn has trouble with that game. I think they win it, but I think with just the fact that it's you know not necessarily um, something you can look at and say, all right, Auburn's definitely going to win. I just think by nature that makes it a little um, a little more important. Who's your number five matchup? Uh, my number five is Mississippi State. Wow! I just the unknown of Mike Leach in the SEC. What is Mike Leach going to be able to do with, you know, some of the best athletes in the country? Yeah, um, he's never had them before, and so this will be really exciting, really interesting. I know Leach was at Kentucky, so no one can. But like, it's Kentucky. Um, it's Mississippi it, State. <laughs> I I agree, but he also brought in. Um, the the grad transfer from Stanford, KJ Costello. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the SEC right now. Um, before the season starts, and they've got Kylan Hill, who's probably the best running back in the SEC right this. Oh no, well second best behind Najee Harris. So, um, and then you don't know, like you were saying earlier, that's fair. Mike Leach is the exciting coach, and we don't know. So I do think that that's an important game. Because, you know, there's a chance Mississippi State comes out this season and everyone's like, what the heck is going on? How are they winning all these games? All right. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe I have them a little too low. Uh, who is your number four? Uh, I have a feeling our top four are the same. My number four is Texas A&M. Okay. Our top four is the same, but it's, uh, it's going to be a different order. But uh, all right. Why, why do you have Texas A&M at four? I have A&M higher. Okay. Uh, I've got A&M at four because they're not – one of you know Auburn's traditional three rivals, and uh, people think they're going to be good this year. I'll believe it when I see it. I have uh, I have Georgia at four because I think this is the most unwinnable game of the other four, and so I think with them going to Athens, they've struggled well, uh, struggled pretty um, pretty hard uh, in Athens. Uh, you know, since you and I have been alive, and I think. Honestly, I think that trend continues. I think the earlier in the season Auburn plays Georgia, which was kind of the case in the original schedule, it would benefit Auburn. You know, you talk about season openers. It'd be nice for Auburn to open up the season in Athens against Georgia. Uh, I think that would really benefit Gus Malzahn's team. But I think if they put in the middle of the season or towards the end of the season, I think Georgia wins that game. And so I have that as far as Auburn's perspective – um, I, I have it in the top four. I don't have it in the top three as far as most important matchups. Just because, you know, we talked with Phil Steele. We've talked with other folks. A lot of Auburn's season where they finish in the SEC West has to do with can they beat LSU or Texas A&M. So that's why I have both of those games higher than Georgia. And, of course, the Iron Bowl is always going to be up there. So that is my thought process for Georgia being at four. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. Okay, my number three is LSU. Part of the same reasons that I just mentioned. I think Auburn could beat LSU, especially at home, 
And that's why I think it's more important than Georgia. Because as far as where Auburn finishes in the SEC, depends on two games, in my opinion. Or three. I'm going to lump Alabama in there, too. But can they beat LSU? Can they beat A&M? Because everybody's lumping, you know, Alabama and Georgia at the top. And then A&M and LSU ahead of Auburn. And Auburn needs to beat LSU and A&M to kind of get to that next tier. And so that's why LSU is three for me. Um, who is three for you? I've also got LSU. Okay. Um, in my opinion, of the the four games that we're talking about right now, um, LSU should be the worst worst of the four teams. And Auburn gets them at home. Yeah. So um, I've got LSU number three. I mean, it's still the LSU game. It's still going to be a dogfight. Crazy stuff happens in that game. Uh, and, and I think it's incredibly important. Uh, everyone said, everyone on that LSU team last year said that Auburn was their toughest game of the season. And I think um, Auburn's going to want to make that the case again this season. Who's your number two? I assume it's A&M. Nope, A&M was my number four. Oh, yeah, Georgia that's right. I'm sorry. is my number two. That's right. Um, for a lot of the reasons that you named, Auburn's had a lot of trouble in in Athens. And if they get them early in the season, I mean, looking at last year's schedule or the potential schedule um, or, or what was supposed to be this season's schedule, like you said, Auburn was supposed to get them early and that was going to be a great situation. And I think it's really important for Auburn to, to not only beat Georgia and the deep South oldest rivalry, but to do so in Athens um, and kind of get over that, that hump that they've been struggling with for so long. My number two is Alabama, the Iron Bowl. Uh, it's, it's on the road. No one in the country is expecting Auburn to win that game, uh, no matter when it's played. I assume the SEC will keep that towards the end of the season. I really hope they do. But at that point, I, I just don't expect anyone to think any less of Auburn if they lose that game. That's why it's not number one for me. And as far as where Auburn could finish in the SEC at the end of the year, I think uh, their matchup with I mean, you, A&M uh, is, is going to be a little bit more important. So that is my uh, that is my thought process there. Maybe it's a little off because maybe, you know, maybe you should always have the Iron Bulls, the number one most important matchup for Auburn every year. But my thought process is, uh, is exactly, you know, what I've been saying over the last few picks. I think if they beat uh, Texas A&M and they beat LSU, I think it just kind of creeps them up and – gives them a chance to finish in the top 10 in rankings at the end of the season. So I, I just did my top two, uh, Alabama at two, and then Texas A&M at one. Yeah, I, I, ooh, sorry. I agree with, with what you said, but, I mean, the more games they win before the Iron Bowl, the more important the Iron Bowl becomes. Hey, that that is a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, if you're undefeated going to the Iron Bowl, all of a sudden you've got a mini, uh, you've got a mini national championship going on at, uh, in Tuscaloosa this year. So my number one's Alabama. My number one will always be Alabama. Um, Auburn could go three and seven this season. If one of those threes against Alabama, I'll probably be pretty happy. Um, this is uh, it, it. It's what it's all about. They could play Alabama ten times in a row this season because of whatever weird rules the SEC made for this year, and I'd be like, "That's fine with me." Dude, that would be so fun. I'd be totally okay with that. So I. Uh, it's for me. It's all about Alabama. Alabama is going to be my number one. If you like this show and you kind of want to get engaged and uh, and hang out with us a little bit more, 
Um, we are uh, we're doing another twenty man fantasy football league. I've had a few people reach out saying, "Hey, are you guys doing it?" We did it last year. If you are interested, please email us lockedonauburn at gmail.com with your email and saying that you want in the fantasy football league. Michael Pappas, where can people find you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at, uh, on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Also on TikTok. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.